Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening and welcome to Stages Among Us on KVMR. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Stages Among Us. And my guest tonight is Erica Mertens, Recycling Program Manager for the Town of Truckee. Erica, welcome and thank you for coming on with us tonight. How are you doing? Thanks. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me tonight, Taylor. Yeah, looking forward to getting to know you more. And speaking of all our start out with a short bio and introduction for our listeners out there. Erica Mertens is the Recycling Program Manager for the Town of Truckee, where she's headed up the Keep Truckee Green program for the last five years. Erica grew up in the Bay Area before getting an environmental degree at UC Davis. She was an environmental scientist at various state agencies before working in Truckee. Erica enjoys living and playing in the mountains and spends her time backcountry skiing with her dog and husband, trail running or tinkering in different workshops at the Truckee Roadhouse Makerspace. Uh, Erica, I always like to start out with getting to know you a little bit and your background, diving a little bit deeper into what we just heard. So you grew up in the Bay Area, um, moved up that I-80 corridor a little bit further to Davis. Uh, was there something in particular that drew you towards Nevada County or Truckee in particular? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of, you know, Bay Area weekend warriors, I grew up um, one of those kids that was fortunate to get towed up in the car by my parents um, on the weekends to visit Tahoe and go skiing and spend time outdoors up here. And so I always had a love for this area and, um, about five years ago, I was lucky enough to find this job with the town of Truckee. My husband was already working in South Lake Tahoe at that time, and it just sort of worked out that I could uh, actually have some really meaningful work that I was interested in and also get to, you know, live the mountain life that um, so many of us are doing in Truckee. In, in your bio, we learned that you're an environmental scientist and you've held roles at several state agencies. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you became interested in this career path and the work that you did previously in this field? Yeah, well, I would say um, somewhat uniquely as a millennial, I have actually spent my entire career in the public service and uh, starting from internships in throughout college, uh, going to Davis, you know, it's really close to Sacramento and all things around the state capitol. So I had various internships around there and then in different agencies. And one of my mentors early on, he really just kind of honed in and uh, had a lot of great advice for me. But I just remember one of the things that he always told me was like, you know, you have a really... Um, unique skill set and interests and it's your kind of personal responsibility to apply your interests 
and and skills to help people and the environment and that just sort of stuck with me and i've um always just stayed in the environmental public sector ever since then um and most recently was working under the cal epa for cal recycle which is the state agency that oversees all things kind of waste and recycling so it was a pretty natural um transition for me to come from that position to where I am now at the town of Truckee in my current role. And while our um, programs in Truckee are certainly unique to the environment and kind of community that we live in, but it, it was a good launching pad for me to end up where I am now. Yeah, it sounds like it. I would imagine uh, Cal Recycle works pretty closely with programs uh, with with local jurisdictions um, you know connecting with you before before we're on this interview now you said you had a long lineage of public service servants in your family too so I'm curious did your family take on similar roles in public service or did that inspire you to to get into this career path in public service as well yeah I I guess it, it must have kind of subliminally like planted the seed because I had various grandparents on both sides that were doing things um, in in the public sector. But then also, I think it was just really instilled um, from my both sides of my family, always to just really like try to give back to your community. Um, and particularly in, in the Bay Area, the Asian community is really small. I'm um, Asian American and born and raised in the Bay Area, as uh, many of my most of my family was. And then I have uh, one immigrant grandparent from each set. And I think it's just kind of interesting, like it's just a tight knit community. But um, I, I think it was just always something that that we did is just like be exposed to kind of different experiences that other people had. I my parents, I was fortunate to have like um, a lot of things available to us growing up, but we also were exposed to people who were maybe less fortunate and just sort of taught um, to try to just help when we could. So I think that's something cool that um, my grandpa, he had a grocery store and he had it in not like a super great neighborhood in the Bay Area, but I think he really made it like a community hub and served anyone who needed to shop there um, during times when that wasn't maybe as common. And then I, even my parents now will go and like bring blankets and sandwiches to unhoused people um, in Oakland. And yeah, I, I think they just have really... Um, always ingrained that in us in my family i want to dig back more into that a little bit later um because you did also say too that engaging youth but also focusing on inclusivity and equitable engagement of of some of these different communities particularly you called out the latinx population of Truckee. Um, but first i want to focus in a little bit more of your role on town of Truckee before we we dive back into other passions outside of your your role with the town um 
Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do as recycling program manager for the town and the impact it makes on the Truckee community? Yeah, absolutely. So primarily my position at the town is managing our recycling programs. So that means looking at how are we collecting our trash and recycling? What are we doing with compost? And right now we're focusing a lot on um, food waste because Food waste is actually one of the largest contributors of greenhouse gases when um, food is thrown out. Uh, Not only are we wasting all of the resources that it took to grow and transport all of that food, but also then it releases uh, methane gas, which is 20 times worse than um, carbon dioxide as a um, greenhouse gas. And so it's just it's really detrimental and has a lot of negative impacts. But one really cool thing that uh, one of our staff just got off the ground for um, our programs is called Feed Truckee. And it is an edible food recovery program. So what that means is we're collecting, uh, we're collecting still good bread from Truckee Sourdough, our partners at Truckee Sourdough. And then um their surplus bread is going directly to Sierra Community House. Again, another great community partner up here. And uh, that's all happening with volunteer efforts. We have had a really great response so far. We just launched this um, just over a month ago. And we're averaging about uh, 200 pounds of bread per delivery, which is about 200 loaves of bread. And that's all going to um, people who are needing uh, food uh, food deliveries here in Truckee. That's a sounds like a pretty unique program, and it's it's very interesting to hear only a month in. I I was curious uh, doing my research before before our interview tonight, just how that partnership or conversation between the town and these these private companies or um, organizations like Truckee Sourdough and Ceramic Community House came up, and how this this public-private partnership um, for the greater good came to be? Yeah, that's a great question. I think like so many of these partnerships, it's just really um, making those connections with people in the community, you know, working in Truckee, much like it is in Nevada City. It's a small town, and um, the way we are able to get so much done is just by really honing in on those relationships and Um, Also, just being persistent. One of our staff members has been working on this for a long time. It's gone through a series of different uh, fellows, Civic Spark fellows, which is an an AmeriCorps fellow. And so, yeah, just really being on the ground and trying to make those connections. We are actively involved in a lot of the uh, kind of group community meetings that occur. And um, through that, we're able to share a lot of information with each other and ultimately that's how that partnership got off the ground but we're really excited about it and hoping to be able to expand that in the upcoming year um, to not only other food producers but also other organizations that might be in need of uh, food for distributing. Uh, and I know, Chucky, you know, you have a recycling program. There's a lot of community litter efforts going on. I think especially this last year, um, there's been this 
urban flight in one way or another to areas that Nevada, like Nevada County and Truckee, uh, because they do have so much space and outdoors during COVID. Um, being right on the I-80 corridor too, I think Truckee has been impacted much more largely, attracted more tourists. So can you tell us a little bit about current community litter efforts? And I'm also curious about um, just the impact of the, that tourism and the work that your team does with recycling and protecting the local environment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in terms of the litter initiatives, we have a tremendous amount of uh, litter abatement um, programs that we're working on right now. Uh, one of them that is that we have every year is Truckee, um, Truckee Day, sorry. And that is the first Saturday of every June. And I think we're going on our 17th year or maybe even 18th year this year. Um, I have a little bit of like Zoom COVID brain late in the evening right now. Uh, so I'm all of a sudden forgetting which year it is, but it's a longstanding tradition. Very cool. It's a community-wide pickup day. Last year we had a record turnout of over a thousand people um, across the whole town that went and picked up um, picked up litter on the first Saturday in June. And then spinning off of that, we started Truckee Litter Corps, and that also occurs the first Saturday of each month um, during the kind of spring through fall non-snowy months. So we're actually trying to get that kicked off next month in April. Um, and for anyone that's interested, you can uh, take a look at our Keep Trekkie Green website or our social media feeds um, to stay updated on those details as they're coming out. And then the other cool thing that we're doing is um, a program that's new called a grab a bag. And this is something that we started last year to really try to encourage people to do regular cleanups on their own time um, and just really instill in our culture that taking care of our environment and picking up litter, which is part of that, is just something that we take pride in here in Truckee, whether you're visiting or recreating or you live and work here, um, it's for everyone. And <clears throat> so the way that program works is we have uh, 13 business partners now all around town that have uh, supplies that we've we've supplied them with the garbage bags and gloves and some small um, keep Truckee green reusable utensils and other swag items that the businesses themselves are offering as a, a prize basically so you can go to any of the locations that has a sign that says grab a bag here and then conduct a little cleanup in the area and when you bring the bag back to whatever place or one of the participating um, businesses, they will uh, reward you with a little prize or incentive. So it's a fun way just to like get people involved. And again, just really instill that in our culture here that this environmental stewardship is, is something that is really important to our community and just part of the everyday uh, lifestyle. So before we head into a very quick break, I have one last question um, on recycling for you and your work with the town of Truckee. 
you've already started to list some great ways in the Truckee area that the community can get involved in these efforts. But if there's anything that we miss, you know, what's the call to action and where are different resources people can go to to get involved with recycling and learn more? Absolutely. So all of this information can be found at our website, keeptruckygreen.org or on our Facebook or Instagram, which are also just Keep Truckee Green. Um, and I would just encourage people to sign up for our newsletter. That way we send it out monthly. Um, you can stay up to date on things like the Truckee Litter Corps events or um, learn about other upcoming volunteer opportunities, as well as a wealth of information about the town's larger uh, sustainability programs under the Keep Truckee Green um, umbrella, which is really all things sustainability and resiliency um, for the town of Truckee. And so some of that includes our climate action element. That's part of the um, next 20-year general plan, which is kind of like the overarching planning document for the town. And so this is the first time that we have a climate action element. And um, I encourage people to kind of stay tuned on what those policies are, because that ultimately is what is going to help us chip away at the steps we need to take to um, to help our community fight against climate change um, and set us up for the long run. Tonight, we are talking with Erica Mertens, Recycling Program Manager for the Town of Truckee. Um, Erica, I want to dive in a little bit more to um, outside of the environmental and recycling passions that you have, the others that, that you mentioned before the show. Um, you know, you listed um, almost a handful, if not more, of different organizations uh, that you're involved in outside of even just that environmental advocacy. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the things that you're doing or have done to be civically engaged in the community? Yeah, sure. So one of my favorite places on earth <laughs> is the Truckee Roundhouse, and that is the community maker space um, here in town. It's in one of the airport hangars and it's just a really cool space for people to go and create. Uh, they have all sorts of different workshops like textiles and ceramics, wood shop, metal shop. Um, I'm sure there's others that I'm forgetting, but I think I have kind of learned to dabble in, in most of them. And it's just a really fun and unique place where, um, you can always learn something new anytime you go in and there's just constant inspiration from other people who are going there uh, to hone in their skills and have a, a really great creative outlet. Um, that is some place that I've been volunteering once a week for the last year or so. And I, I feel like it's selfishly I volunteer there because then I get to go and and utilize the space and it's just again it's just a really fun um creative outlet and it's a cool community as well in there and i i believe from what you told me beforehand you're also a, a coach of youth lacrosse and involved in the high school and that's also a passion of yours can you tell us a little bit about your role there yeah well i i grew up um 
I started playing lacrosse in high school, and it was a new sport at our school. And um, I had heard that the program was relatively new here in Truckee, uh, which is very familiar to me because I remember the struggle of being part of a new program uh, where I grew up. And, yeah, I was able to coach one of the youth teams um, a couple years ago, and that was super rewarding, really fun to see just the growth and the enthusiasm from the girls and then last year I was able to help coach um, the high school team high school club team and I'm hoping to get back out there with them again this year but it's just tricky with COVID and scheduling and whatnot but it it, that has been really fun and like I said when I grew up playing um, in high school I remember my coaches coming straight from work, like in their work clothes, which is what I've been doing. And I have have so much more appreciation for uh, what they did to teach me. But that's why I felt like I had to kind of pay it forward a little bit because there's only so many women that have played lacrosse or have that experience. So um, that's, that's been super fun. I, I had to look this up to, to know what it stands for, but another uh, organization or program that you're working with is the SOS Outreach, uh, which is also surrounded around root youth uh, development and um, engagement, if, if I'm not incorrect. Can you tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah, you, you got it. Um, solid, solid research. I would say SOS is a, one of my favorite programs that I've uh, been a part of in the community, it is taking at-risk youth um, and teaching them life skills through outdoor activities and particularly skiing during the winter. Uh, My husband and I did that for a few years um, and you have a group of kids that you move with each year. It's a four-year program for those kids and, you know, We, like I said, I I was lucky to grow up skiing, but not everyone is so fortunate to be able to afford to go skiing. It's it's, it's an expensive sport, and there's many kids that live here, grow up here, but maybe don't get to ski outside of those ride days um, with SOS. And so it's a really, really fun uh, program. It's it's extremely rewarding because the kids that you're working with – they're coming from all walks of life and um, different backgrounds and different socioeconomic classes. And you just never know what's going on behind the scenes in their lives. But um, I think it's just a nice outlet for them to kind of, um, yeah, just develop their, their skills and their leadership and learning something new together. It's just really fun to go skiing with them. You know, Erica, I don't know uh, how you find more time in the day, but there, there is another passion of yours that I want to touch on before before we move on, and that's um, being passionate about engaging with the Latinx community, um, I would assume particularly in your area, in that Tahoe, Truckee area. Can you tell us more about why you're passionate about this and maybe how it's different or overlaps with, with these other areas you're involved in? Yeah, I think that is really a constant and overlaps in pretty much all all of the work that I do um, and something that we've been trying to be really um, purposeful about 
addressing and and thinking about equity and inclusivity in kind of having that lens um, to look through in whenever we're um, looking at new policies or how how will that impact the community members of um, not just Latinx but maybe like lower income um, and then also uh, making sure that we're we're doing everything that we can to really engage and inform um, that community and the Latinx community in particular um, at the bare minimum trying to get everything that we put out there from Keep Trekkie Green translated and we have some really exciting movement right now happening at the town level as well as an organization um, to try to get just more engagement and cohesion within our community and um, whether that's an English speaking or Spanish speaking person Uh, so yeah it's something um, that I'm really interested in very passionate about and I, I feel lucky to be part of various discussions um, with our Promotoris group, which is a tremendous resource through Sierra Community House. Um, it's a group of Latina uh, women who are all leaders in the community. And I was really lucky to sit in on one of the meetings recently. Um, and then also through the community collaborative in Truckee Tahoe, there's a lot of really positive conversations that are happening and um there's been a lot of great resources and tools that they've offered for having kind of difficult conversations and also thinking about um, equity, uh, especially for our Latinx population here in Truckee. So I think overall it's it's only a positive, um, but it, it's going to take time. And I think, you know, we just have to set out the the big goals and figure out the smaller steps that we can take to achieve that. Yeah, so, you know, you have a lot of things on your plate, a lot of passion, too, that you're bringing into the community. Um, Is there something uh, in your life or a watershed moment that you can pinpoint to the reason that you're so deeply involved in these different issues and passions and creating a better community? I think that is a wonderful question and something that I've been trying to reflect on. I I would say that um, I think that my parents taught me from an early age because of different experiences that they've had. Uh, My dad had cancer really young and my mom has now also gone through cancer. And I think because of that, it's just instilled in us and my brother and myself to really like find what our passions are and just to not take for granted any day and enjoy the things that you're working on. So I've really gone in deep on things that, you know, are the the drivers for me, which is um, people and our environment. And then also probably why I'm in Truckee is, again, just getting to live each day um, and enjoy the mountains and all the outdoor activities that we we love to do so um i don't know that it's a a moment but i think just a a lifetime collection so far um of a lot of little lessons like that 
Yeah, and you're you're highly engaged and have your fingers in different things, it seems like. So, you know, looking ahead, you referenced that you were a millennial earlier. So um, time ahead of you in a certain sense, what is what are some things that you'd still like to accomplish in these areas of civic engagement or in other aspects of your, your life? What's, what are you looking ahead at and what would you like to achieve? Yeah, I would say just... Um, getting our climate action element off the ground and really implementing some exciting new policies uh, to help Trekkies long-term environmental um, issues. And then again, just hoping to increase our engagement with our Latinx population overall and having those meaningful conversations. Well, Erica, thank you so much for being our guest tonight on Sages Among Us on KVMR. Uh, and the purpose of this show is to inspire and invite people to learn and participate in the betterment of their community. So finally, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us tonight and all that you do to make our community a better place.